0: Deep in London's beating heart lies a wall, I like do not be, if
1: you know the call, for if the wall steps aside, be not afraid of what you
0: see, cause the wizard... Hello everyone and welcome the to the Shrieking Shack, this is a podcast for lapsed Harry Potter fans, I am your uh, recovering from flu host ZC,
1: and I'm Liz,
0: and uh, I apologize if I sound all stuffed up. This is just how it is, but the show must go on.
1: True. Um,
0: and I, you know, I'm glad that we're we're still here. That I'm still kicking to to talk about this because something very shocking happened oh, yeah? uh, over these past few days. We have to discuss this. There's this okay. is the elephant in the room. <laughs> we can't we can't ignore ignore this does dobby have a beard
1: no dobby doesn't have a beard um this this piece of news i'm you know you were weakened by your illness i'm really glad that this didn't just finish you off because <laughs> this is uh uh monumental a monumental discovery yeah i i am f- firmly on the side of dobby not having a beard uh and it it feels like this is is coming out of nowhere so maybe you'd like to explain
0: yeah so so we we have in our in our rogues gallery of content that we watch um we we have a a few like youtube reviewers who get harry potter products and do their kind of little like quote-unquote reviews where they just sort of say nice things about it and they get to keep the thing whatever um, but we found one that was a uh, it was Cherry Wallace doing a review of a Hermione uh, figure, the star ace Hermione figure.
1: Specifically teen Hermione. Teen I don't Hermione. know what that means. Yeah. Is she not a teen for the mature? I, I guess she would be adult Hermione from Cursed Child. So maybe it was specifying <laughs> that it's uh, Harry it's, Potter books era yeah. Hermione.
0: Um, but it was a surprisingly, like, not good figure, I feel. Um, yeah. Uh, normally, I think the, like, the expensive... It's like the Hot Toys and Star Ace Harry Potter figures are, like, usually pretty good. There was the... The people who have been listening since the beginning will remember, uh, we love the Dumbledore figure.
1: The, Al- um, the Albus Dumbledore that we know and love. It's a little blast to the past with, with uh-huh.
0: Dumbledore. Um, and so you went and found... From our friend, the Dumbledore reviewer, a Dobby figure and a review of a Dobby figure, and and we're poking around on the website before watching the video because I forgot that this Dobby figurine existed. This like very expensive. Well, it's actually not very (laughs) expensive. It's in the like very expensive line of toys that are like I think they're usually like two hundred bucks or something, but this is like a ninety dollar Dobby. Like yeah, in that. this is a
1: this is a bargain. I think he's only a hundred because he is smaller than the other figures.
0: Yeah, he's quite small. He's to scale, I guess. But we noticed in the product photos, he has this horrible <laughs> little soul patch.
1: It's so bizarre. Um, and it's not like it is Dobby from the films, right? Like I want, yes. I like I want to be clear that this isn't like a different dobby form or something yeah not like like a a
0: new artist interpretation of dobby
1: no this is dobby from the film and if you look closely he has he's got a little soul patch that comes off of his chin
0: and it's like perfectly triangular it's like a real like devil soul patch um and i freaked out because i was like i've watched these movies quite closely now i've looked at a lot of pictures of dobby are you telling me that i never noticed that dobby had a fucking beard
1: right like uh, like if dobby had a beard in chamber of secrets uh that would be all we talked about for our chamber of secrets episode that would have been the entire runtime we would have talked about (laughs) dobby's beard and how they gave him one in the chamber of secrets movie Uh, and there's there's no beard he doesn't have one
0: yeah i was i was combing through pictures and there's like there are a couple of shots from the Chamber of Secrets where, like, the light is hitting him in a specific way where you can see there's, like, stray hairs on his face, but not, like, there's not a fucking beard. He there, does not. There are
1: certainly, like, there are certainly hairs on his head, right? Like, yeah. I, like, which I honestly didn't notice. Um, and it's only in certain, like, that you can really see them in, like, very high res, like, stills from the movie, but not not noticeably and i feel like any stray hairs on his face like i do think they're there but honestly they look more like a trick of the light to me like there's that one picture of him where he has kind of a like a highlight on his chin and And it just really does look like a
0: yeah like an artist misinterpreted it
1: did the artist only look at one picture? Like, this is the one still of Dobby I need to look at uh, before I make this, you know, uh, collectible toy.
0: Uh-huh. And also, like, I, I would argue that even if there is, like, even if, like, we were able to, like, open up the original file, fo- like, if we opened up Dobby.zip or whatever and opened him up and and, and were <laughs> were to see the original model and like maybe there are some hairs there but i would argue that like whatever few stray hairs are there are probably not worth representing in a miniaturized toy as a like full ass soul patch
1: the other thing about it is like it's molded like it's not it isn't hairs right they didn't they didn't put like a patch of hair there it's like they molded a little triangular like beard from his chin and then gave it some texture and it's like flesh colored because he's you know he's a he's small he's a small figure and so it kind of like looks like a skin tag a little bit
0: it looks so fucked up and like now that i've seen it i like can't unsee it and every time i see a picture of this toy i'm like immediately looking at the chin and going like that's not dobby that's dobby's evil twin or something because Dobby is oh, not right
1: dobby's evil twin would have a soul patch that's like the rule of the cartoon evil twin right exactly
0: yeah so is this is this bobby is yeah. that the ev- is bobby the evil dobby
1: Yes. Also, beard Dobby. Oh fuck! It works. It works. It works both ways.
0: Um. So so we we went out to investigate, and you found a video from from uh, from our favorite reviewer, uh, the Dumbledore guy, uh, who who had gotten this Dobby figurine and was and was doing a very thorough review of it, and very yet thorough. another, yet another secret was revealed to us uh <laughs> one that i don't think i ever <laughs> wanted revealed to me
1: yeah i don't want to say it
0: so this dobby figure is it's a very it's from a very expensive very detailed line of toys um and it's one where like it's not just like a plastic figure or like a resin figure they have like molten, they have like clothes like they are given fabric clothes yes and in this video he keeps lifting up Dobby's Dobby's uh, uh uh burlap sack thing and this Dobby has a fully molded ass and balls like <laughs> but like but like molded in this weird like they gave Dobby a bussy, and I'm really, really uncomfortable with that.
1: So here's, here. okay, this is what I think is happening here. I think, one, definitely has a molded ass. that That is 100% true. I do think that what looks like balls is probably just like a very unfortunate side effect of the way that the legs are socketed into the the like like the
0: oh it, do you think it's like part it's supposed to be part of the I ass i do not
1: think it's on purpose
0: it's like it, so, you're it, saying it's like supposed to be part of the ass but because they're like separate parts the way the legs moved it's like now it's like a separate part of the yeah
1: because it looks like it's kind of uh, connected in a way where it's like okay uh this is like where the joints for the legs are but they have to connect into the ass and that was what they, and that's how they decided to do it in one of like the most remarkable and like this video like the camera is very close and he just like bends the dobby doll over and lifts up lifts up his burlap sack and i'm just like my eyes i like i think i screamed when i first saw it and and i was
0: freaking out because it's so it's like i was not expecting anything i was expecting just like ken doll like completely smooth uh but you he just bends it over and and there is dobby's balls just Or like what it looks like, you know, if 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 your theory is correct, what it looks like Dobby's balls just sort of dangling there in in the in the front view. And the what makes it more surreal is that in the review, he's going like, yeah, they didn't put anything underneath Dobby's clothes. Uh, not that you want them to right. do that. And, right. I'm like, and then you're
1: like, do you not see Dobby's balls? Like, <laughs> <laughs> is 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 it like I I don't know. And then I was like, is this like a bit? Like, is there always something weird in these videos? Like first there was Dumbledore. (laughs) And then there's this one where he just shows a clear shot of Dobby's balls. And says, like, there's nothing here.
0: Well, so here's the thing. I'm, I'm not so sure that it is an accident because, um, do you remember the Hagrid doll? Yes. The Hagrid doll comes with Fang and they gave Fang a dick and balls in in that video like for whatever reason whoever was molding these Harry Potter toys decided that haggard's dog Fang needed a dick and balls and and so I'm not so sure I think that someone was like this needs to be an anatomically correct dobby
1: I think that it would look better if it was intentional that is the thing maybe (laughs) are you criticizing dobby's sack yeah sorry (laughs) i i would never hesitate to criticize dobby you know that
0: that's true do it out of love
1: yes absolutely and besides this isn't dobby this is bobby
0: this is bobby that's true it's bobby who does dobby Dobby has no beard, but Bobby has no. Bobby has a beard and balls.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this video is outrageous and it's just like i it kept he kept doing it like he kept showing me dobby's balls and butt and i was just like please it
0: was like a jump scare each time for me like like (laughs) because because there was no warning it was just like i'm gonna lift up the dobby because he kept on saying oh not that you would want you probably won't be doing this i'm like so why are you doing it stop like
1: you could take his his burlap sack off but you probably won't but he just like kept kept
0: doing it <laughs> uh, the texture on the skin is quite nice and then oops i've shown you the balls again
1: you're kind of doing like a burger king foot lettuce voice for this guy. i don't know <laughs> i don't know if it's because you're
0: sick and so f- your ha- your well, star tr-
1: ace got review guy voice becomes the burger king foot lettuce guy probably when you're sick
0: it, yeah yeah it's harder to do voices when i'm already like doing a weird voice because i'm sick yeah um but yeah, this this is this is outrageous, and I we need one of these Dobby figures. Oh yeah, uh,
1: I'm so relieved that it's like one of the ones that's like a hundred bucks, and not you know a yeah, 200 dollar like Dumbledore.
0: We can maybe we should set it as a Patreon goal or something. But we we should do an unboxing video of this thing uh, and determine once and for all whether Dobby's balls and ass are rendered on purpose or whether it's just a horrible mistake. <laughs>
1: i'm still i'm still thinking it's a horrible mistake i can Um, see it
0: i just the fang thing makes me wonder if there's just not someone there i
1: think it was a very unfortunate camera angle with some odd leg sockets (laughs) um i i will say like i I hate to become more serious in this discussion Mm. i hate that movie dobby made him wear that burlap sack for like the rest of the movies instead oh, of just yeah, the second sucks. one like wear his cute socks and like his like weird weird clothes yeah one of loves. the highlights
0: of the the reading we're doing right now is the Dobby stuff I think cause
1: right is this like, like, a bra- like a brand integrity thing that they did where it's like they won't recognize Dobby if he's not wearing his his signature pillowcase
0: his shitty brown pillowcase yeah yeah that is a bummer i would have liked to have seen him in like the tea cozy hat and socks and stuff that would have been really yeah, fun
1: i think i would have recognized him
0: <laughs> it's like oh oh it's it's the it's who is this mysterious creature who who talks like this and and snaps his fingers and calls harry potter master i don't yeah. know
1: i mean i guess that's bobby.
0: it's bobby <laughs> well does he have a goatee or not
1: uh, well, I did, we did look at some stills from, I think, Half-Blood, no, from Deathly Hallows. Yeah, definitely And he's, like, even, he's even smoother. Like, he's clean shaven he is clean-shaven. He
0: honestly looks, am I crazy, or do you think that the later CGI Dobby looks worse than Chamber of Secrets?
1: I think it looks worse, and I think it looks like they de-aged him.
0: Yes. Like, he's, like,
1: he looks, like, smooth and younger, and he somehow, like, looks less like he's a part of the scene than he did in in the second one
0: because i was all i was really taken aback with how good the cg dobby was in the second movie honestly Mm -hmm. for a movie from 2002 or whatever it looked incredible Uh, yeah
1: there was like some kind of goofy like early cg moments where it was like like daniel radcliffe obviously couldn't like interact interact, with him or whatever uh but, but like he looked like pretty good for for whatever year that that movie came out, um, and then you see like footage of him from the Deathly Hollow movies, and uh, he looks just kind of floaty and kind of like too perfect. Uh, and also like they all have that like color wash where everything is like really mm-hmm. desaturated that the later movies
0: have. And they just they just don't look like they're part of the scene to me. Like the 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 specifically like the occlusion like around uh-huh. like his feet and stuff, or just like this this so looks like he's just been pasted in here uh, rather than like part of the scene or whatever. Um but yeah, I guess we'll get you know, one one day we will be watching those movies and we can criticize Dobby dobby's cgi and mustache or lack thereof in real time yeah before we get there we have to talk about the books
1: are you sure do we really
0: yeah unfortunately we do shall we talk about our reading this week
1: yeah let's do it i will jump right into chapter 22 and this chapter is called the unexpected task we uh, start off in Harry and Rotter in Transfiguration class and they get scolded cuz they're just kind of kind of goofing off and in this class McGonagall, you know, says, "Listen up," and she announces that the Yule Ball is happening. She holds Harry after class and tells him that he needs to find a date because he's going to be opening the ball in like a ceremonial first dance uh, with the other champions. And Harry's all all messed up over this and and kind of kind of declares to us that this is even worse than fighting a dragon is is finding a girl to ask to the ball. He's also getting asked kind of by random girls to go. And he's like feeling a little insecure that maybe they're just asking him because he's famous and that that makes him feel bad. But he also thinks about how he'd like to ask uh, Cho Chang to the ball, but it makes him really nervous. Uh, we do find out that people are treating him a lot better after the first task, and most of the badge the Potter stinks badges are kind of gone. Harry speculates that because he helped Cedric with the the dragon and and told him about uh, about what the task was, that maybe Cedric told the other Hufflepuffs to back off and stop being so mean to him. Uh, we have a scene at Magical Creatures um, where Hagrid kind of talks about his meeting with Rita Skeeter um he says that you know he was disappointed because she didn't want to hear anything about his magical creatures all she wanted to do was ask about harry and it sounds like she's trying to dig up dig up some dirt about harry but but hagrid didn't give her any so she was disappointed uh the school term is winding down and hermione is kind of pestering harry to get to work on his on the egg the egg puzzle and harry kind of blows her off and we we get the impression that like harry and ron are friends again and they're kind of you know they're hanging out and they're like hermione leave us alone like we don't want to do homework or work on the egg um and uh fred and george are there in the common room when they're just kind of all hanging out and they're trying to send a letter but it's very mysterious and he won't tell ron who who or who it's for or what it is fred and george kind of uh pester harry and ron to invite someone to the ball and and kind of do do the guy talk where they're like you know if you don't do it soon all the all the pretty girls will be taken and hermione gets really offended and and angry and and storms off some time passes and the christmas christmas decorations are starting to go up and harry and ron still don't have dates uh ron finally says like we have to we have to do this and they kind of make a pact together that by the end of the day they will have asked uh girls to the dance and harry agrees harry asks cho chang to the ball and she's pretty nice to him but alas she already has a date and as she's leaving and harry's feeling really disappointed he says you know who are you going with and it turns out it's cedric diggory he goes back to the common room that night and is like Pretty upset, but Ron is more upset, and he's he is mortified. And Ginny is kind of comforting him about something. And it turns out that he asked fleur to go to the ball and was turned down, and is is super super embarrassed. Um, then Ron tells Harry that he should go with Ginny. Ginny says, "No, I already have a date. I'm going with Neville uh, because Hermione turned Neville down and said that she already had a date." ron is like no way she has a date she was just trying to trying to get neville to neville to go away uh hermione then shows up and ron says oh you're a girl hermione you should go with me and jenny go with harry or whatever and hermione is like no i have a date he doesn't believe her there's drama she gets mad at him like uh Teen, teen stuff. Uh, it's then that Harry decides it's time to take drastic action. She asks Parvati and uh, Lavender if they'll go to the dance with him and Ron. Lavender already has a date, uh, and so uh, Parvati says that she'll ask her sister Padma if she'll go with Ron. And that's the end of the chapter.
0: Uh, uh, reading this with the flu was not fun. Let me tell you.
1: Yeah, I, d- I don't really imagine so. Um, this should be a fun chapter. I love teen drama a lot this is like the lead up to the the prom episode that should be fun
0: there's some good stuff in here um but yeah most of all it's just kind of a slog and i think part of it is that like this is such a weirdly structured book where because it has a literal tournament arc in it and there's downtime in between and we get to like hang out with the characters during all the downtime there's kind of not much going on and I, I'm i not against that. I love a good filler episode because that's usually where the character development happens, you know? Mm-hmm. But we don't get any character development here, really. We get a little bit. Um, but Harry is mostly in, like, Chamber of Secrets passive mode here.
1: Yeah, I'm having a really hard time with Harry. Um, in, in both of these chapters, honestly, he is not a fun protagonist. Um, he is so... Like... I I think that there is some truth in the idea that like reading about a character who has a motivation is fun. Like I I think that that's where a lot of fun comes from and is a lot of the reason why even when a character's motivation is something that is like bad, the fact that they want something is fun to read. Exactly. Har- yeah. Harry Harry is defined in these chapters by not wanting anything. Uh-huh. like he 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 is defined by like apathy and not in a way that it like explores that or really says anything about him like him as a character mm-hmm. i i i feel like this is this whole book is so preoccupied with trying to make um harry brown and hermione into believable teens that it gets really boring because believable teens are boring <laughs>
0: yeah i think that's fair um i think what's wild to me is that like the one thread of like main plot here the egg Mm -hmm. like hermione has to keep bringing up like hey there's a plot thing you should go do and harry's like no i won't like
1: right like i like as a reader am i supposed to think the main plot is annoying (laughs) or like or like boring or right
0: yeah like like even a few scenes of him just like trying with the egg and getting frustrated I think could have gone a long way just to like keep things together you know but like like yeah. most of so much of this chapter is just him and Ron complaining um and it's 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 not entertaining to read in anything like like you said really should be like i was so excited going into these two chapters for for like school dance drama content and there is some good stuff in here for that but like for the most part it's so dour
1: yeah it really is and it it really i i I feel like i've said this for most of this book but it's just like i'm so sick of this like girls and boys stuff and in, in in a way that i don't like there is a version of that that i do like that is is drama and and like characters wanting things but this book just keeps like bashing me over the head with like harry thinks girls are like girls suck now
0: yeah over
1: and over and over again it's like hermione is annoying and it's like this like routine return to the idea that like harry asking out a girl to the dance is the worst thing that's ever happened to him and girls always traveling in packs and on and on and on
0: the the line about uh giggling should be made illegal there's so much <laughs> there's so much giggling in this chapter first there, of all
1: there is so and like shrieking lots of girls shrieking and giggling and on and on and it's just endless there's a the scene at the very beginning when harry is in transfiguration and he gets scolded for basically like wrestling with ron and not paying attention to mcgonagall i think they're like doing like a fake sword fight with like uh, Fred fake and George's like fake yeah. wands or whatever fine um, there's an entire part where it's like they get a little bit in trouble and so Harry and Ron start to listen to what McGonagall is saying and she announces the dance and it is Put in contrast to Lavender and some other girls giggling in response, like about the dance, and Harry being distinctly upset that they're not getting in trouble like he did. Talk, <laughs> talk about talk about reverse sexism. Am I right?
0: <laughs> oh no, this is the this is the chapter where Harry gets red pilled.
1: Yeah, Harry is getting red pilled in this chapter.
0: R- Ron is already there, honestly. Oh yeah,
1: he he's been red pilled the entire time. <laughs>
0: Uh yeah, Ron is so shitty in this chapter. Um, in a way that almost works for me, like the fucking um, uh, the conversation they have with Hermione where he's like, "Oh, hey, wait a minute, you're you're a girl." Um, like there's a version of that where I, like I like you know Ron is definitely supposed to be being shitty here. That his that is his character at this point, right? yes um but this book has been dunking on hermione so much this whole time i just kind of don't this isn't working for me as like a like um engaging with characters who are doing the wrong thing story like because she's been beat up so much at this point i just kind of don't want to hang out with ron and her harry anymore um because they're kind of getting irredeemably shitty as opposed to just like like teen boys learning how to navigate the world shitty, you know?
1: Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Um and I and I like what you said about like not wanting to hang out with Harry and Ron anymore cuz that's kind of how I felt through this whole thing. And obviously we'll get more into it in the next chapter when the Yule Ball actually happens, but for that whole chapter I felt stuck with them. I was like, "Can I please like go hang out with Hermione and see how her yeah. night's going?"
0: That's kind of how, that, yeah. That's how I feel about this chapter. And like Harry's, um, I think the one like human version of this negativity that pops up here is I really like the both the scene where he asks Cho out mm-hmm. and his response to finding out that Cedric is going out with her instead. Yeah. Um, that the so let me find the exact so for one thing the actual conversation between them where it's like almost entirely dialogue driven and it's all like these very like awkward one word responses back and forth it felt, feels really real um mm-hmm. but the 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 best part here is completely forgetting about dinner he walked slowly back up to gryffindor tower Cho's voice echoing in his ears with every step he took cedric cedric diggory he had been starting to quite like Cedric, prepared to overlook the fact that he had once beaten him at Quidditch and was handsome and popular and nearly everyone's <laughs> favorite champion. Now he suddenly realized that Cedric was, in fact, a useless pretty boy who didn't have enough brains to fill an egg cup. Like, I, <laughs> I really like that.
1: Yeah. Because
0: that's him being a shitty teen. But, like, you're in this moment where you understand his mindset and uh-huh. there's a little bit of, you know... There, it's tongue in cheek it's from the narrator's perspective um and that part really worked for me, and I wish that the chapter was more like that rather than just like Harry's bizarre observations about how like girls moving packs and giggling should be made illegal. He's just so annoying here,
1: yeah, and i I do uh, like. It's funny because when I talk about this, I, I I like never want it to sound like I am criticizing like a character acting badly. And when you bring up that show conversation and kind of Harry's like response to it, which is like uh, I think really, really good, I almost want him to be worse. Like I like I want him to be like if he's going to have this attitude and he's going to be a character in conflict like this, I wish that it motivated him to do something. Yes. Or like or like it could go the other something way. Yeah. happen. It, like he can be worse. Like he can act badly, but he does. He's he's just nothing. He's just like he doesn't
0: act at all. Uh, no yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, if it yeah, you're right. If it like pushed him further in the other direction and he like got really shitty directly with another character or something, like that could that could also work. And he'd have to deal with the consequences of that or something. But like because it's all internal there's no consequences for anything he says or 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 thinks i guess um, yeah cuz he doesn't we do n- anything <laughs> yeah like there's no consequences for like any actions he takes he just thinks shitty things and that's the end of it
1: right and we, and there is even conflict like in the periphery with ron and hermione um but he is also pretty passive in that i don't want to skip ahead too much so let me uh, catch up with where we are here. Um, I, guess, I mean, there's so like, little
0: here. It's, this is the whole chapter, right? Is is this this internal girl girl asking out drama really?
1: Yeah. So I guess we're we're in the scene. Um, I don't really have much to say about the Hagrid Rita Skeeter scene because that's just kind of setting up stuff in the future. Um, but we get the back and forth between Hermione and Ron when Ron realizes that she's a she's a girl and i actually <laughs> i love that line like i think yeah it's a, I gr- think it's a great, great line in
0: that moment yeah
1: also he is the worst like he is he's fully he's fully red-pilled in this scene um <laughs> and i would i am okay with that i like his conflict with hermione harry's reaction or rather lack of reaction sours it to me like completely i think there's even a world where harry being passive and facing consequences for not doing the right thing or like or or really doing anything could work right yeah yeah. it's like you are frozen by an action and there are consequences for that
0: right Uh, yeah yeah inaction is action right like like he he could be straining his relationship with ron or hermione by like not siding with either one of them here but it never really comes up that way
1: and i'm and i'm just like i'm i'm so mad for hermione i i look at the like arc of what has happened in this book so far and like her being made fun of for the spew thing but still staying by both harry and ron when they were having like their conflict and basically helping them along to make up and be friends again, and then all of a sudden she's just like being like shunned by both of them.
0: Yeah, now, why does why does Harry and Ron being friends again mean they have to dump on Hermione? That's new. That's not a thing I, they did before.
1: I mean, I think that that's really kind of gets to the core of my problem with all of this, in that I, I think that. Harry is supposed to be sympathetic in his shittiness. I don't think we're supposed to read it as him being bad. Uh-huh. Right? I,
0: I think you're right, yeah. Or or at least th- <clears throat> at least if it's like if if we're if we are supposed to know that he's being shitty here, like, um, the book doesn't do a good job of expressing it. The thing that really leapt out to me was when he was worried that people were only asking him out because he was of the champion, mm-hmm. it never, it never addresses the fact that also he's fucking Harry Potter, like yeah, like like the only thing in that moment he's thinking about is like oh because I'm the Hogwarts champion, which is such a weird thing to me because like like dealing with people being too like pushy with him because he's famous is a theme in like all three prior books. <laughs> So yeah. like it's not like he's new to this and and so that was just, that that stuck out as really odd that it doesn't address that like like a that he's used to this or b he is now realizing how compounded it is he's like now double famous right like it just doesn't address it at all in a weird way that makes me almost wonder if like did you forget that he's Harry Potter and was already famous like it's just so out of place i think
1: Yeah i also think that Kind kind of sort of related to that, and like the school's perception of Harry throughout this book. I know we talked about how it felt a little bit uh I don't want to say lazy. I was like a little bit suspicious that everyone turned on Harry for no mm-hmm. real reason. like we it like felt like it wasn't very well established. yeah um, i I also feel like it works in reverse. like I do not think it is very well established why everyone is just okay with him now.
0: Yeah, I guess he did really well. At the 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 he was just so good at flying the broom in front so of the dragon. Cool.
1: It's like, damn, yeah. that kid is so cool now. That's not how people work. I don't think. <laughs> I I don't think I maybe I am just a very bitter, spiteful person. But I try to put myself in this situation. And if I was someone who was like super pissed, I'm like, you didn't earn your spot. You shouldn't have entered. You're just like like an attention seeker. If that person then went out to fight a dragon, summoned their fucking professional racing broom to, like, to be really, really flashy and cool and, and get in first place of the tournament, is might be like, oh, actually, he's so cool. No.
0: Yeah. No, it's I, just, it's, I
1: hate him. Yeah, I hate him more. <laughs>
0: It's the it's the same weird brain disconnect that the Firebolt chapter had before, right? Like, wow, everyone thinks it's so cool that he has the most expensive room. Like, no one would think that. No one. Everyone would, everyone would like, think. Fuck he was- that
1: Potter kid. I hate that guy.
0: Yeah. God. Yeah, that's that's all really weird. Yeah, there's God. I, we we let back to the like people asking Harry out thing. The. I get that he likes Cho, but he's just so shitty about girls here. <laughs> like,
1: just out of nowhere, really. I, I mean, I, I feel like that is the the strong author's voice here, right? Is it's like Harry's fourteen, so he's gonna be shitty to girls now.
0: Yeah. Well, but, but is this so, just his his weird his weird Goldilocks reaction to all the people asking him out, like? this one's hair is too curly this one's too tall like it's just like really fucking bizarre to me
1: oh yeah i forgot about the girl who was too tall the
0: and then ron ron's the really uncomfortable stuff about like like ron's jokes about eloise midgen and also i want to be i want to do you I, i have to ask do you feel like Ginny was placed in this chapter to like offset some of the nastiness so like she could be the cool girl who was okay with what ron was saying
1: yes because
0: yeah i yes. really jenny jenny
1: is the is the not like other girls like she's not around giggling and shrieking and and walking around in the in the packs of girls i definitely get that impression
0: because because she's just like there while while ron is being horrible about hermione and eloise midgen and neville uh but she's like laughing along with him and not saying anything about it. And like, it ju- I just got like this vibe of like, this character is here to make Ron seem less awful here. Like someone's okay yeah. with
1: it. Yep. It's really gross. Honestly. Um, Ron is a, a, a man going his own way.
0: <laughs> Especially, oh my God, the way that this chapter ends with Harry, Hoping that Padma's nose is dead center on her face is so awful. Like they're so irredeemably shitty here. And again, it would work if, like they faced any consequences for it. And
1: no, if this wasn't just painted as like what is what is normal and good, i would not I would not have as much of a problem with it.
0: no, but no. this is
1: really just like very i i think that we are supposed to be like oh this is this is relatable teen stuff that is uh like eternal and and never changing
0: mm-hmm. do you think do you think i have a weird theory here mm-hmm. um so much like we know how weird it feels when like john green writes from the perspective of a teenage girl Mm-hmm. do you think that like jk is writing her own like experiences with teen boys imagining weird attempt to like on her part to like process like well hmm i'm gonna get in that mindset why were they so shitty like or or is this just like like just not very good character writing or it could be both i guess you know but, yeah like, i
1: mean i Something there, and you know, I I do come back to that because, like, I I am reading this, and and I do think about like, well, J.K. Rowling is a woman, and and she's like writing these, this like perspective of a, a teen boy so uncritically, and that does just kind of make me sad, like. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I mean, I've I've said before, I think that I think that J.K. Rowling is stuck in her not like other girls' phase and it could be partially an expression of that and that's uh just just kind of a bummer um but again like i just keep getting kind of disappointed by these books just um recycling just this same attitude it's it's so weird that these they get such a reputation of being so revolutionary and maybe, maybe that's my problem because that's the baggage I'm bringing into reading these sure. books is reading all of those think pieces about like how feminist Harry Potter is and how much like Her- Hermione taught me to be a badass or whatever. And I'm like, this sucks. This yeah. is, this is not that like Her- Hermione is a, is a pest in this book. Like we're on page 400 and she has been played off as a joke as a supportive character to like two like red-pilled teen boys <laughs> um a- as a nag, Um a- and I and it's just like it's shitty. It feels yeah. really bad. Um yeah. and uh, it doesn't feel I don't I don't know. I, I don't feel like I don't feel very inspired by no Her- Hermione in this. And it it's just like, it's a bummer.
0: Yeah, not great. Do you have any other like positive things about this chapter you want to bring up? I I have one that I liked uh, besides that show scene.
1: You go first.
0: I I think that Fred asking out Angelina was really funny. Oh uh, yeah,
1: that's that's a very cute scene. <laughs>
0: that exchange where he just yells across what specifically he says i'm going with angelina and ron's like oh he already asked her and he's like oh good point and then like just yells across the room at her i thought that was really funny
1: yeah and i think that there was something in that scene that i didn't pick up on as a kid reading this and and did not until now which is that like ron being astonished and like the specifically pointing out that that he wasn't embarrassed to ask her out and and, and like i i just didn't didn't quite pick up on like to me as a kid reading that i was like oh that's characterizing is it fred or george fred? it's fred fred yeah. and not just like oh fred is fred is 16 right like yeah, yeah. Like, that's not embarrassing and and he probably is already like seeing angelina and i, I just right. thought that was really cute
0: yeah it's a really funny little scene i i thought that was that was well done um but uh, yeah, what do you, you have any other, other stuff in this hoping, chapter? Th-
1: I was hoping to think of one while <laughs> you're telling yours. <laughs> I'm sorry, I took the two
0: good ones. I took the two good ones, right? I took the the, the Cho scene and I took the Fred and Angelina scene, I guess.
1: That's true. Um, I guess this isn't like a good thing, but I will bring it up because this is our first reference to the Wizarding Wireless Network is in this chapter because uh, oh. they're talking about the Yule Ball and and um the one of the like rumors that's going around is that the weird sisters were booked and we get a little thing where harry was like harry doesn't know who the weird sisters are uh unlike his classmates that you know grew up listening to the wizarding wireless network
0: <laughs> that's so, so weird too do, do wizards not have albums can they not go and buy an album do they have to listen to the radio and hope that that the uh that the weird sisters songs come on
1: i guess <laughs> i i mean like i I mean i guess this book takes place in the 90s right yeah so that makes sense
0: yeah so makes se- she- i mean
1: obviously obviously there were cds and and tapes and things but um i i think that like that's probably a little in the realm of like you know waiting for the song you like to come on the radio i yeah. i like this detail here i i'm still like a little bit I think that like the magic just being a version of Muggle stuff is so boring. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, oh, this is the wizard radio. Also, why the... do none of the kids have a radio at yeah, school? Yeah, that's never
0: come up. Uh, that will come up in book seven incessantly. When everyone lot of has a radio. radio. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, no one's had a radio. Uh, is is there some? Is it a, an in book thing, or is it just a a like? After the fact, lampshade things It's like, oh, no, no, like technology doesn't work in Hogwarts or whatever. Like, are the radios <sighs> radios or are they magic radios? Can you tune into the radio with your wand?
1: I don't I don't know. I would like it more if you could tune into the radio with your wand. If there was like a radio spell,
0: that'd be cool. Just,
1: that would be cool. But yeah. I don't know why the kids aren't just like sitting around listening to the radio in the dorms or whatever.
0: Yeah, I guess we have we never heard anything.
1: Oh, we just don't know, like, maybe they are, but at the same time, like, Harry would know who the Weird Sisters are. It's, I, I know it's just, like, a funny thing that introduces wizard concepts to us via Harry not knowing them, but I, I like, it feels frustrating to me that Harry doesn't participate in pop culture at all. It's
0: so weird, because he's not participating in muggle pop culture, and he's- No, so, so is he,
1: he's just, like, not a fan of anything.
0: yeah he's like tom felton he just just not has not become a fan of anything before
1: yeah i guess not like does he read do you think
0: harry Well, he read we know he reads about the quidditch teams or whatever oh yeah he
1: likes sports harry's
0: so fucking boring he's so boring boring. (laughs) oh Uh, god
1: yeah um I guess we'll get we'll get more into Harry's characterization. So I'll I'll move us along to the Yule Ball yeah. cuz I have some more stuff I want to say about yep. that. Uh-huh. I, uh let's see here. It is chapter 23, The Yule Ball. It's Christmas time. Uh Ron is pestering Hermione uh in the next like few weeks or so, or days or so before the Yule Ball and like keeps trying to surprise her by asking her who she's going to the dance with and she won't tell. Um And we also get a scene of of Fleur talking about how the Hogwarts food is like too fatty and she doesn't want to get fat so she wouldn't fit in her dress. And we get Hermione doing an eye roll like she's so vain and horrible. Ron, at this point, notices that Hermione looks a little different. And Hermione admits that when when she got her uh, teeth like enlarged with that curse earlier in the book, when she went to Madame Pomfrey to get it reversed, she let Madame Pomfrey shrink her teeth like a little bit more. So her, her teeth were, are nicer now. Uh, Harry then gets a letter from Sirius congratulating him on beating the dragon. And he also says to just like stay, like keep watch about Karkaroff. Like he might be, he is probably mad because his plan didn't work. Hermione at this point again tells Harry, like, hey, you should get to work on that egg, and Harry brushes her off again and goes to do something with Ron. It's Christmas Day. Harry wakes up, uh, very startled because Dobby is leaning over him. Dobby has brought him a present and he he hand-knitted Harry some socks. Harry didn't get anything for Dobby, but says that he does, and then gives him his worst pair of socks, which Dobby likes a lot. Um, Ron gives Dobby I think, a couple socks, too, and his, like, Weasley sweater from that year. They kind of, like, goof around on the grounds for a while and have, like, a snowball fight, and Hermione says, you know, I have to go get ready, to which Ron says, for three hours? Um, <laughs> and and now it is time for the Yule Ball. Uh, Hermione is, is there, and Harry doesn't, like recognize her at first uh, because she's hot now Uh, and she's at the ball with Victor (laughs) (laughs) Crumb sorry trying not to editorialize here Uh, but Hermione's hot now and that makes Ron really angry or rather rather he's angry because Hermione is at the ball with Victor Crumb Uh, Mr. Crouch is not at the ball uh, because like all the ministry officials are there for the Triwizard Tournament since it's related to that Except for Mr. Crouch is not there, uh, but Percy Weasley is because he's been promoted and Harry has to sit next to him like at the head table and has to hear all about how Mr. Crouch is like overworked and like stressed out. So he's taking like a much needed vacation and has put Percy in charge of whatever he would have been doing at the ball. Uh, We hear that Hermione is having like a pretty good time with Victor Crumb and and Victor Crumb is kind of like talking to her and like telling her all about Durmstrang and Carcraft kind of steps in to be like, don't give away all our secrets. And he's kind of vaguely disapproving um, of Victor Crumb taking Hermione. Uh, Let's see, Fleur, we we get a little snippet of her saying that the Hogwarts Christmas decorations are really lame compared to the ones at her school. Harry then opens the dance with the other champions and at the end of the song he blows his date off to go find Ron and they kind of sit and brood while their dates are mad at them Um, and Ron is super mad at Hermione accuses her of betraying Harry by going with Victor Crumb because Victor Crumb is the enemy and on and on Um, and also says like maybe Crumb is trying to find information about the egg through Hermione or trying to get to close to Harry or whatever. Um, Hermione does show up at some point and, and gets in a little fight with with Ron over that and then kind of says, like, I'm just going to go and enjoy the dance. So bye. Percy then shows up and sits down next to Ron and, and starts to talk about work. And so Ron and Harry get really bored with that and, and kind of blow him off and decide to go for a walk to get away from him. Uh, outside, where they have, like, I guess, like, a little walking area set up. They overhear uh, Snape and Karkaroff talking, and Karkaroff is, like, panicked about something. I think the clue that we get is that something is getting clearer and clearer every day, and so Snape tells Karkaroff, well, then then run away, I'll cover for you. Um, they, Harry and Ron, like, walk away from eavesdropping on that to then eavesdrop on uh, Hagrid and Madame Maxine talking, and Hagrid is... Uh, is kind of asking Madame Maxine about her her history and implying that she is a half-giant like he is. Uh, Harry and Ron do leave, and Ron kind of fills Harry in on giants and how they are brutal and vicious and and bad and asking Harry if he knew that Hagrid was half-giant uh as they're leaving the eagle ball cedric kind of corners harry and says hey because you helped me out with the dragons uh here's a tip take a bath with your egg um but harry but but harry thinks that he must just be like rubbing it in that he went on a date with cho chang uh in the common room after the dance hermione and ron are screaming at each other so angry um harry doesn't take sides and thinks to himself that he thinks hermione is probably right but he dismissed ron so much that he'd rather just hang out with ron and that's the end of the chapter
0: okay before we dig into the actual chapter stuff here yeah christmas present watch harry did get ron a christmas present
1: yes he did way to go it's harry a, it's only it's taken four years well yeah ron loves but- hats maybe
0: ron loves hats um but but what we don't get is any de- i mean i guess we don't see in hermione's dorm or anything but like did he get anything for hermione because we i that thought, didn't come I, thought up.
1: It, I thought it said that he did but maybe i made that up we
0: get we see what she got for him oh, i don't know if what we i'm see, thinking of yeah i don't know if we see what he got for her i so, feel like we're probably
1: meant to assume although judging by harry's other actions i really don't feel comfortable saying that he did <laughs>
0: <clears throat> well it's a, it's a small step forward yes definitely um, um yeah good on you harry it's it's good to get your friends things for christmas probably yeah um but uh what, are they, what are, i don't know I, I think overall i like this chapter more than the last one but it still has a lot of Ufa doofa problems for me it, in here
1: it sure does um every time i would kind of uh kind of fall into it and start like just kind of enjoying the reading. Something would just, like, come out of left field. Particularly, I guess I'll start right at the top, uh, Fleur worried about getting fat for the ball.
0: <sighs> yeah. Well, is- specifically, in 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 two senses. One, that's, that that's, like, the amazing character moment we get from her. Thank you very much, J.K. Rowling. But not only do we get that, which is kind of, like, boring and shitty on its own, but we get Hermione's, like, Uh, girl's reaction to it which is also really stupid
1: yeah i guess it was last chapter that we got kind of Ginny's cool like not like other girls cool girl moment but hermione got one this time where she's like oh how vain can you be
0: yeah let's yeah we i I was i was about to make a comment about something else that hermione does here but i'll i'll save it when that comes up chronologically i think what where where do we start here we have the we have this scene and then we have Christmas. So we get Dobby next. Is that is that right? Yeah, ready? I
1: do want to. I do want to mention how fucking weird it is. This scene with Hermione's
0: teeth, though. Oh, actually, oh no! This is the same scene. That's right. Okay, never yeah, mind. Because, this is the same so, scene. Yeah. So we are start we supposed off, to think Hermione's <laughs> hypocritical for this? Is that what the joke is here, or I, is that not intentional? I have no idea.
1: I, I can't tell. It's such a one-two punch, though. That is how I how I definitely read it. But I don't know if I'm supposed to read it that way. Yeah, and and really, I'm not sure which is worse.
0: Right, because it's it's that that's how it felt to me was that we're supposed to be like like well, Hermione calls. This is this is such a horrible puzzle box of shitty (laughs) character stuff where I can't. There's no good way to read this. Like, like so. Okay, off the bat, uh, we have. Fleur acting like a like a cartoon cartoon princess, being worried that she won't fit into her dress, already a boring character thing, right? Like that's just yes. sort of sort of played out. Like 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 give her something else to do, please, for the love of God. Um, but then Hermione's response to that being like like how vain can you get? Also kind of shitty because you know like whatever Fleur can flurry can live how she wants right and then third of all if we're supposed to then think that hermione is a hypocrite for like wanting to fix her own teeth or whatever like i don't know like there's just no charitable way to read this either way
1: i i think that apart from that being very weird i think that this like tooth thing as being like the precursor to hermione being hot is so it's, bizarre it's like it's well so we've, got, we've got to fix these teeth uh um, yeah
0: like oh you'd be you, hermione would be so hot if it wasn't for these it's like okay this is a weird this is a weird poll have you ever seen that movie the princess diaries uh actually the, with maybe, i
1: feel like i saw it and i don't know if i paid attention and maybe i fell asleep i do know, i do know the premise obviously it's, uh, it's, like it's, it's, she it's, takes it's off her glasses obs- and it's hot right
0: yes exactly or like or i, I always think about like the, the show 30 rock right which is like like every joke is about how like oh tina Fey is so plain and unattractive and ugly and i'm like mm no not really like it's such such a weird <sighs> you, you you don't you don't just like become hot when like you slide into like like normal sized teeth or take glasses off or make hair normal it's such a weird way to approach this i guess
1: yeah, I think this is a very interesting thing to unpack, especially because this book has been so mean to Hermione this entire time, yes. and yet, like smack dab in the middle here, we get this like very self indulgent like girl makeover fantasy, which I'm trying not to be critical of, um, uh, but like this her whole thing feels very self indulgent here. Well,
0: in I'm a- only critical of it because it literally comes on the heels of us supposed to be judging fleur for it right right like, yes like and 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 the way it's framed is either we're supposed to think hermione is hypocritical for this or we think this is good because we like hermione and she's allowed to do it and which like, neither of those is really uh it works for me you know
1: yes it it is very interesting and like really kind of out of place here um hermione's like magical girl transformation i think
0: <laughs> i wish it was a magical girl transformation no would be know. so much I mean, better
1: she, she is a magical girl though that's true so i i don't know the stuff is 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 weird. I guess we'll get more into the ball later. I just wanted to kind of mention the teeth thing because yeah. uh, we have this scene with Dobby, which I think is very charming and I like Dobby a lot here. I feel like I've um done that thing um that you know like like irony posting online where I like did this thing like joking about Dobby. And now I just sincerely like Dobby a lot, and I'm this like, how did, really how did this happen scene. to me?
0: Yeah, this is a cute scene. I like this. Um, I, I, I think this this works for me because this is such a a uh, turnaround from how shitty Ron and Harry have been up to this point, and it's nice to get a scene where they are behaving like normal human beings who yes. care about people. You know, like they're exchanging Christmas presents and they're thanking each other, and they're like you know, they didn't like, like the, 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 the thing where they give Dobby socks is played for comedy, but like, he does really like it. And, and, you know, it, it all works out. Like, I think this is a cute moment. Uh,
1: there's a world where I still like Ron. Um, It is very, yeah. dis- it's very distant and I can barely remember it. However, it is still there. And the part where Dobby gets the socks fr- and the sweater from, from Ron and Dobby like, Gushes about him and says, like, oh, I I knew you were good because you were Harry Potter's friend, but you are like, you're the best, Ron. I I don't know exactly what he says. Um, and then Ron is like very pleased with that and like kind of embarrassed, is so sweet. Unfortunately, Ron has been red pilled, so I don't like him anymore. (laughs) Um, but but there's like a a glimmer of of me liking that scene a lot.
0: (laughs) We have come a long way from Ron just being ready to ride or die for his friends
1: uh ron was my favorite character
0: he was yeah book one for sure absolutely uh he was great
1: Uh, i'm really starting to understand the fan fiction trope uh ron bashing these days
0: yeah i think i'm ready to bash ron
1: (laughs) it's it's really not that out there uh i feel like i've talked about this on this podcast where i was like i don't know where that comes from that's really weird uh now i know now now it's so clear to me that,
0: especially when you think about how like i, I would imagine like the majority of of f- harry potter fan fiction writers are are women right yeah and, like like ron fucking sucks like like i go for it like
1: it's also making me like a lot more critical of the like reddit ron defense posts where they like kind of cherry pick all of the like nice things that ron has done like from the first few books uh-huh. um, <laughs> not not trying to get too galaxy brain with it but uh
0: yeah I, no uh, I, I, I i i i was just i just had a like all cats are girls all dogs are boys moment thinking like all ao3 <laughs> posters are girls all reddit posters are boys
1: <laughs> <laughs> damn uh,
0: a vast oversimplification but honestly I don't know if it's that unfair at a glance, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The the Harry Potter Reddit is, is a weird fucking place, but yeah. So, so this, this, this little Christmas scene is very cute. Um, and then we go full force into bullshit once more with the actual ball.
1: Yeah. Again, I, I hate that Harry doesn't care about anything i don't care that he's being shitty i just hate that he is just the worst like he's the person at the party or like junior prom or whatever it's like you go up to talk to him and he's just like i don't want to be here and then it's like okay bye <laughs> like, I, I, it's like okay leave then i get that the whole it thing is-, is like he has to be there yeah I don't know i I feel like he needed i I think he needed something to do in this chapter. I think that that you would should fix it. you
0: should you should say the theory that you were telling me <sighs> yeah your, okay. your your fix
1: i I think that this is like I, I say this every time I do this, so this is gonna be like my final disclaimer. I feel like going back and reading something that exists and offering up a fix is kind of like can be kind of lazy criticism, but I will say that for this. I think that Harry should have gone to the ball with Cho. I think that she should have said yes here, but Harry should have had something to do at the ball. I think that like a good way of doing that is the letter that Sirius sent should have been like, you have to keep an eye on Karkaroff like, Literally, like, go watch him or whatever. And so, Harry would have been torn between like hanging out with Cho and like making like for like a really good date and wanting to hang out with her, but also like needing to engage in the mystery of this book. You know, the plot that is in this <laughs> book. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. And, and like, maybe he, like, would have, like, accidentally blown her off or, like, hurt her feelings because she, he had to follow Parker off or something, and then that could have just eased into her dating Cedric because he was a terrible date at the ball. But we would have been sympathetic to him because we would be interested in the plot of this book during <laughs> this chapter. But instead, Harry has nothing to do. Like, yeah. he he just doesn't care. So I think that would have would have gone a long way to to making this a lot better moreover ron would have been motivated to help harry and just wouldn't have been just kind of a shithead for no reason
0: yeah it bothers me so much that their dates ended up being the patils when they never show up again and so offending them like doesn't matter like they don't matter to the overall story they are just here they serve this purpose and then they're you know they are minor minor characters it's it doesn't matter that they've that harry is is a shitty date or whatever
1: no they them. i mean they're not even friends with like they're not gonna face consequences for this
0: no no it's 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 it, it, it's so frustrating because th- this is the this is the, the the dance chapter this should be so good and it should and- at
1: least be fun
0: yeah. Which okay, let's uh, th- th- thing things that could be fun. Um uh Hermione's glow up uh, yes. could be really funny. Uh but actually it's insane because Harry literally does not recognize her because she's hot now.
1: That is the craziest line here. I I understand that uh, like I can see how that works in a book. Why doesn't he recognize her though? Cuz she has <laughs> like what what is it like an exaggeration? Is that what? No, because
0: because he, he is really surprised when he realizes who it is.
1: Why? Why doesn't he? <laughs> he's been friends with her for three years, and he doesn't know what her face looks like. This is like a really like this is a kind of fandom joke. Like it's like how unobservant Harry is, but this isn't not being observant.
0: He, how do you not recognize someone? Who's your best friend? Like, what?
1: I do like Hermione's date with Victor Crum. I I'm a little I'm a little bit out of touch with teens and like what is normal? Is it normal for like a 17-year-old to take a 14-year-old to a dance? Is that no, normal? I
0: think Victor Crum is Victor Crum is a little weird. <laughs> I can't believe I did God damn it. <laughs>
1: a split second i was like do i just pretend i didn't hear it so you can edit it out but there's (laughs) there's there's no way i can't do that i can't do that (laughs) to our listeners
0: oh no (laughs) oh no well that's his name now
1: yeah yeah, but sure is
0: ah the the the, the dermstrang hero victor come
1: yeah what were you saying about victor come uh
0: i i i do find that insanely weird honestly um especially in in conjunction with the uh forgot to bring up the thing in the first chat we read where mcgonigal said that it's open for fourth years and up but you can invite a younger student if you are a fourth year above which seems a little fucking weird
1: that's the only way that um jenny gets to go because she goes with neville because otherwise she wouldn't be able to i will say that the only reason i don't think that's weird and maybe it just is weird in real life is i remember that being like it's like at prom it's like only seniors can go to prom but if you have a girlfriend or boyfriend below you like in 11th oh, yeah, grade you true. can bring yeah. them yeah so that yeah. was the only reason. I was like that's not too weird. Um I I'm very out of I'm very out of touch. Like I I remember being a teen. Um I will say I was an out of control teen and I would have liked nothing more than to date a 17-year-old when I was 14. <laughs> However, <laughs> not sure about that one in retrospect.
0: Not sure about that one and also uh not sure if that's Hermione's deal. Either. we don't
1: really know what her deal is though
0: that's true the date is cute like setting aside the fact that he is he is yes. uh, much older than her I, the the thing with with her trying to explain her name to him is very cute uh his his like chatting up of the hogwarts castle is kind of adorable
1: I Seems I really nice. liked that whole thing only like because Durmstrang is supposed to, is kind of painted as like the school where they teach the dark arts thing and like Carcroft stepping in and being like, like don't be so enthusiastic, but he does seem to be like genuinely like very enthusiastic and like telling her about stuff, but also really liking Hogwarts. And I, I loved that it almost um, kind of retroactively saved some of the Hermione with Fleur interactions only in, Like, obviously, the framing of it, because like being because Fleur is like hot and dumb and whatever uh, sucks. But it is like Hermione is defensive of Hogwarts, right? Like, it's her school. She's very defensive about it. And then we have Crumb, who is just like gushing about Hogwarts to her. And it's like really charming and nice. And I sure wish we could have hung out with them at the Yule Ball instead of stupid Harry and Ron.
0: I will say this, except we are also like Harry notice Harry like notes that she is not uh thinking about Spew or Fuck the household.
1: Fuck you, Harry.
0: Yeah, his whole thing's that like, mm I, mm, I see I, I see that when when your boyfriend's here, you don't care that the slaves are making the food or whatever.
1: That is so <laughs> shitty. And I'm like, I, in that moment, I'm like, can't help but is notice Harry- you have
0: a smartphone, Hermione.
1: Is Harry calling Hermione a virtue signaler here? Is that yes, what that is? It's like that's one hundred percent
0: what I took from uh, that.
1: You're just virtue signaling about how elves Hermione. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that he, I think he learned that from from red pilled Ron here.
0: That is one hundred percent what I took from that that observation. Like, yeah that
1: that fucking sucks so much. Like, mm, I, de- I definitely you, for that. not
0: being on one hundred percent of the time.
1: I think I wrote virtue signaling in my book. <laughs> I don't know why he's so mad about it. Harry, I mean. He's like <sighs> yeah, so... I mean, it, 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 it's just like a stand... It's a, He is a stand-in for how we are supposed to feel about it, right? Like, that yeah. is never more clear, because there's no no real reason why Harry should should care. Uh, and no, you're told not at, at all. every like, other like point Ron, that he maybe. doesn't care.
0: Yeah. Like, Ron, maybe, but, like, like, Harry here is just being a dickhead. Like, why why make that observation at all harry like let her live i just yeah i wanted to hang out with hermione this chapter um harry just like brushing off his date after one dance
1: it even says like because she um like they do the slow dance that is the like opening the ball and that also harry is described as being led around like a show dog uh-huh. by his date because he didn't want to dance um and then she's like i love this song and it says like harry says like i don't he lied
0: yeah he's like no i hate this or we like no i don't like it or whatever and he's like walks away he's wow such really
1: a, fun date
0: good yeah, job harry cool. cool stuff uh and then ron is being equally shitty to his date The 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 the, the one part of this that was like remotely funny and relatable to me was this when he did walk over to ron um and like he sort of like plopped down and like popped open a butterbeer or whatever that imagery of just like being done with a very formal function is very funny to me and like very relatable um, yeah
1: i i totally was into that if there was any reason to like feel like they were justified in that yeah at all.
0: no yeah exactly like like if if i if i had felt a little bit more strongly that like this was actually a like ordeal for them or whatever or for like harry harry's like weird complex about like oh like everyone just looks at me because i'm famous and i'm being led around like a show dog and and like my date is steering me while dancing or whatever and it's just like like he is so self-absorbed here and i don't sympathize at all which is uh, impressive because i absolutely like have a a health bar that drains very quickly in in (laughs) like big social functions right i would absolutely be like looking for the door where i could like run out and like get a coke or whatever and 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 sit by myself or my with my friend or whatever like after after a little while like i can relate to that for sure but like jesus
1: can i read the description of the weird sisters please do this is my single like most favorite line in here that does not include severus snape uh, the Weird Sisters now trooped up onto the stage to wildly enthusiastic applause. They were all extremely hairy and dressed in black robes that had been artfully ripped and torn. That is the most J.K. Rowling-ass, like, description <laughs> of a band I have ever heard. Ah, uh,
0: I, I know what a punk band looks like.
1: They're extremely hairy, first of all.
0: Um, I I was trying to get a idea of, like, what kind of band they were and i just could not because it like it says that there's like drums two guitars a lute
1: i have to assume the lute is there because it's like uh it's not magical enough if it's just like
0: (laughs) right if it's a normal band
1: band, right so they have to have something weird
0: a lute um and I we we'll get to this more when the movie comes out, but I when we or when we get to the movie episode rather. But I do have some fun trivia about this.
1: <laughs> um,
0: in the, when the movie came out, J.K. Rowling wanted Franz Ferdinand to be the band at the ball. <sighs> she's so basic, which is so fucking funny to me. And then she wanted Muse when Franz Ferdinand wasn't able to. Oh my god, uh, she's more
1: basic than I ever would have thought. <laughs>
0: so what they ended up going with because muse also couldn't couldn't i think they were on tour or something um what they ended up going with was a cameo from members of pulp and radiohead which are two of my favorite bands and every so, time i think about this <laughs> so this I get must be your so, favorite
1: song huh
0: it must right it's like my two two of my favorite bands coming together finally everyone has always wanted wanted radiohead and pulp to collab what do they come up with well actually i don't even know if they came up with this i feel like this might have been mandated but they they come up with that (laughs) fucking can can you do the hippogriff song it's so bad it's so fucking awful It's, It's, it's like what it's like the worst tease in the world to me
1: yeah it's a it's a bummer um uh i don't know it's one of the worst like approximations of like this is what teens listen to that i've ever heard
0: (laughs) uh-huh Well, because all the lyrics are just all the lyrics are just about magic like do wizards not have feelings or they only write songs about how cool magic is
1: this is like a world where if like teens and like the the hottest song on the radio is like a rock cover of Wheels on the Bus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god! Like a, yeah, a trap remix of <laughs> Wheels on the Bus. <laughs>
1: Well, we'll get, we will get to that when we get to the movie uh we will get to that unfortunately there's no real description of the music here other than oh my god then the lute being part of the band
0: holy shit <sighs> <laughs> oh god okay um let's get to some good stuff let's talk about snape and karkaroff
1: yes my favorite i need more snape in this book this book is like 800 pages long i need like i need more snape this is a great scene i i love i love the mystery here um it's Mm -hmm. a it is a a small glimmer of a reminder that this book does indeed have a plot um and i find like karkaroff is like very mysterious and and it's fun that snape is involved because he's like been a previous red herring in these books so it's like you still are just like what is he up to
0: yeah it's it's very good and it's like a very short scene but like snape does get a really good zinger in here i think
1: i might have missed it
0: and Am shirt. I not really a zinger? But his 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 very icy. Oh, oh no, I know what it was. It wasn't a zinger. It's the fact that he's walking around blasting rose bushes <laughs> apart to find people making out. And I completely forgot. It's not even a line. It's just what he's doing, which like completely yes. uh, uh, just like completes this scene for me. Like they're having this very hushed conversation, but he's also just walking around like like blasting rose bushes <laughs> apart with his wand. He's so funny, extra. I I
1: love him so much.
0: I love Snape.
1: I'm trying to remember if there's any prominent Snape stuff later in this book, and I feel like there's just not. (sighs) What a bummer. It'll be a nice
0: surprise if we get it.
1: This is the real catch 22 of these books is that there's so much Snape content in the back half of this series, but the books suck
0: yeah but it's and 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 the snape content uh goes off a cliff pretty quickly yeah too. yeah
1: i can't talk about that yeah,
0: yeah. not yet can't soon talk about that. soon soon one day uh, i
1: i actually forgot to mention a very important detail well sort medium important detail which is when uh Hagrid is talking about how he's a half giant harry notices there's a beetle around ah, right
0: yep which mm-hmm. a-
1: as you notice and comment in your narration uh there is a beetle and that's 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 going to be Rita Skeeter um i i did like kind of this scene of them of Harry and Ron walking around past all these like rose bushes where like people are like making out and they're like catching snippets of conversations and eavesdropping reminds me a lot of that scene that i loved at the Quidditch World Cup where they're walking yeah. through the woods after the Death Eater attack it's strange to see it kind of twice in the same Book like this is like a it, similar situation. It's a nice
0: echo of it, but it's not quite like the first. That first one had a real like stations of the cross ass vibe where they were just yeah. going from like like scene to scene. Where yeah, this, that's true. This uh, like ah oh, I would I I want that. I wish that we got more of that here because um, I like I want the Yule Ball content to be good, and I like the snippets of of funny stuff we get in here but it's uh it's bizarre having ron be the like politics explainer again after he's been like a red-pilled asshole for the rest of this book so far
1: yeah i i keep getting these like ideas uh, uh, like of how this chapter could have gone what if harry had just had fun at the ball
0: Yeah. yeah what if it was just a good time and you forgot all about the the egg and then whoops he gets the reminder that he has to deal with the egg or something, you know. Lots of, I lots think a movie,
1: movie might have made this scene fun, or at least like kind of just like goofy movie fun. So at least yeah, I have I, that I, to look I think forward to.
0: Yeah, I think I, I remember. I think the Yule Ball in the film, they're still being assholes, but like it is because it's a movie, you can just see them being like the assholes in the situation a lot more readily you know Mm -hmm. um um they just look very dorky and like mopey from what i remember but i'm yeah i am looking forward to that part of the film for sure there's it just feels like it fizzled like this this chapter fizzles i think after Mm -hmm. like we get a chapter of build-up for the yule ball and like how stressful it is for him to find a date or whatever and like ron and hermione's like relationship being strained and like I was hoping for some – like, like Ron and Hermione blow up at each other at the end here, but Harry literally just walks away from it. And there's yeah. no – there's no, like, big payoff for this chapter.
1: Yeah, you're right. I, I was kind of anticipating – It being a lot more structured as not filler, just because of the way the chapter titles are framed, like it's like the unexpected task and then the Yule ball. I was like, oh, this is going to be like a tournament arc, but the tournament is the ball, right? Like Uh I thought thought it was going to be a much more structured, uh, like purposeful. Yes. Section and it really wasn't, and nothing no. really happened.
0: No, we 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 got some. We got a Karkaroff clue. We got um.
1: We got the Haggard what, reveal. Which we got I the don't
0: Haggard. Yeah, what else we get out of this? Because we didn't get much character development. We didn't get much plot. <laughs> Harry literally avoided engaging with the plot.
1: Yeah, multiple uh, times. Um it felt very funny to me that it was like Percy was like chasing you around with the plot and like Harry and Ron were like repeatedly trying to get away from him.
0: Oh, I will I will say I did like Percy here. I, I, I like Percy too. He's he's very funny. Um the one good Harry zinger here is him desperately trying his best not to ask if he's still called Weatherby at work. Mm-hmm. Um uh that that was fun i enjoy percy when he pops up just because he's so ridiculous in this book yeah um, i
1: i like percy a lot
0: but, what do you think uh, of the hybrid reveal um
1: i thought the scene with him and madame maxine was very sweet i i was very yes.
0: uh, yeah i uh,
1: i bought into that whole thing and i felt very sad for him um yes,
0: him him trying to edge towards this conversation with Madame Maxine was great, I think. Um the part I like a lot less is is when Ron starts telling Harry about like just sort of gives him the audio log on what giants are. Uh, yeah. and and specifically the weird line, the uh a lot of them went and got themselves killed by aurors.
1: Yeah, yikes, 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 yikes! <laughs> Ron has it's been like, red pilled, though. I mean, this,
0: this, this is, not, this is not news. No, Ron, yeah, Ron has been red pilled. We need to not take anything Ron says about politics seriously from now on. No. Um, that's just, just remember, such a weird fucking way was, to phrase that. Remember
1: when he was the woke uh, exposition yeah. guy?
0: <laughs> yeah, he was the one who was mad about slurs in the second book. uh yeah. But, like, now he just seems like, hey, Ari, you should subscribe to PewDiePie.
1: uh no he's telling them to subscribe to uh jake and logan paul which are his older brothers i guess that's maybe where he (laughs) learned it
0: (laughs) yeah maybe harry have you heard of logang (sighs) he's got some new merch dropping soon
1: (laughs) i like your on voice
0: thank you it's well. It's because I already have the flu. I don't need to pinch my nose to do it. <laughs> so,
1: it's, oh yeah, it's, it's
0: very, it's very easy to do right now.
1: Yeah. Um. Uh, we have the egg clue from Cedric egg. also. Um. Egg. Take I, a bath with your egg. <laughs> I did. I did laugh at that, and I laughed at how stupid Harry is.
0: Harry is such a dumbass.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> like outrageously.
0: I mean, outrageously to be fair, dumb. This, this this his his innate distrust of Cedric because Cedric is going out with someone he likes is very funny, like i like I said, I like that a lot in the last chapter where he decided that that Cedric sucked actually, um and like him continuing that behavior here is very funny, but God, he's dumb
1: yeah i I wish. I wish that this was not part of a wider pattern of behavior with him, because I think that it would be a lot easier to accept or feel like, ah, Harry's dumb here. In this case, I just feel like this is his entire, entire thing where he just is (laughs) dumb. Like, like, this is the chapter. It's like, it's not like he's just dumb about Cedric because Cedric is on a date with Cho. He also doesn't recognize Hermione. Um, Yeah. It, Maybe he's just like, really tired. Why? He doesn't pay attention in school. <laughs> he doesn't engage in pop culture. What is he tired from? There's no quidditch no, this year. Do?
0: What does he do? What does Harry do for fun? I guess he sword fights with Ron with fake wands, which honestly seems like something that would be below, like, 14-year-olds, but what do I know? <laughs> 14-year-olds <laughs> are pretty,
1: pretty, pretty young baby i guess
0: that's true yeah harry get a game boy <laughs> harry 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 game get a, Boys. Get a game radio Boys don't so- work
1: at hogwarts which is Talk. maybe the most tragic thing about technology not working at hogwarts
0: yeah i want to play wario world at hogwarts that's bullshit can you imagine
1: can you imagine living in a dorm with a bunch of people and not being able to play game boy like what what are you oh supposed to do oh
0: god it'll be awful <laughs> be fucking terrible i'm just thinking about i'm actually thinking about the prisoner of azkaban movie and it had that great scene where they were all hanging out in the dorm like trying the weird candies yeah and the book just needs more of that honestly like like i want we got the snowball fight i guess but like i just want to see these characters not arguing about the very important plot things and like since just show me them hanging out yeah
1: there's there's a there are enough pages for that um and all the stuff all the stuff that we do get is not fun like and i think it's supposed to be i i didn't mention it in my summary because it doesn't matter as far as i know which is um we get a little snippet about fred and george like experimenting and making more Like trick candies and things like that. Yeah. But our our takeaway from that is that literally everyone in the dorm is too terrorized to eat anything. (laughs) Right. And I'm like that. And I'm like that sucks. I hate to like (laughs) like like feeling like paranoia and terror at your. the place where you live about yeah. food is not is not fun and like there is a world where that works in a book that is supposed to be like a little bit more eerie and, and unnerving and dark that's not really that's not really what's going on here I, no so not at all. so i don't really know what to do with that uh, but no. I, it is worth mentioning that that yeah. that is what we get yeah
0: so yeah i'm I'm so bummed because i was so excited for for um for cw bullshit and i did not get that
1: yeah i guess we'll have to write our treatment for the cw yule ball uh, episode that would be pretty fun yes
0: hell yes
1: Uh, i i i'm having like a wider sense of impending doom a little bit uh because i really in my head was like okay one two three and four are gonna be good and Forrest is not doing it for me
0: there's some stuff I, I'm, I'm not ready to like throw the towel in on this book just yet like chamber of secrets i was ready about a third of the way in to be like oh no this one's bad um i'm not 100 percent there yet but like also by volume it's pretty fucking bad we spots. are
1: almost two-thirds of the way through this book
0: yeah it, it's feel it's meandering uh I don't think that this book earns its page count at all. Uh, I, I like a good long book and this just does not feel like it's making use of the size, I guess.
1: Yeah. I, I think I'm probably just bummed out because through the whole like kind of slog up until this point, I was looking forward to the Yule ball stuff. And yeah, it was just me kind too. of a let down.
0: Well, now I'm looking forward to the Sphinx. That's what I'm looking forward to now.
1: I'm looking forward to Sirius coming back. Oh yeah, he's Harry- be, yeah,
0: he's gonna be a hog's right?
1: Yep. So that's yeah. my next like kind of stretch goal here, where I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm excited to see Sirius. We'll see how that pans out. Oh, that was another thing I didn't mention. Uh, now that I'm thinking of Sirius, I did laugh out loud at in his his letter to Harry in this chapter. He said, "Oh, before I got cut, cut like uh, cut off, I was going to say um, that you should use it." like a specific curse against the dragon because it's eyes are it's weak point. Yeah. It was very funny. Uh,
0: I liked Hermione pointing out that was what Crumb did too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was very good. And I thought it lampshaded the absurdity of uh, Sirius being cut off before he could say the solution to the puzzle Uh pretty well.
0: Yeah. It was, it was cute for sure. Um, I don't think I have anything else for this chapter. Do you? Harry Sex. Harry sucks.
1: Why? Why can't Harry have a motivation in this book? What does he want?
0: I guess he wants Cho Chang. Sometimes we don't know for a
1: couple like paragraphs every time he remembers.
0: Yeah, character. It isn't really. It isn't really a
1: wider motivation, though.
0: No, Um, we we don't know if he 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 certainly doesn't want to get ahead on the Triwizard Tournament.
1: No, he's uh, kind of motioning toward this like idea that he just wants to be normal teen, but it's really not that explored.
0: No, because if he wanted to be a normal teen, he would have been like, fuck yes, I'm going to ask a girl out to this dance.
1: Yeah, I just right. want a normal, a normal dance night or whatever. I think yeah. that's a pretty boring motivation for a character, probably because I'm such a big Buffy fan and it got really tiresome uh, <laughs> after however many seasons, but... Um, uh, but like even that is pretty weak here for Harry, and is honestly kind of I I feel like me almost sketching out what could be a motivation here.
0: Um, yeah, it, it would seems be like a
1: it seems like a weird oversight.
0: <laughs> Oops, I wrote a main character who doesn't want anything.
1: <laughs> he is a very boring protagonist.
0: Yeah, he really is. Right, and it's so weird coming off of him being the best part of the last book.
1: Yeah, it was great having him personally invested in the stuff that was happening.
0: Yeah, where where did book three Harry go and can we have him back, please? I'm now very curious about book five because everyone complained, every like even super fans say that in book five, Harry is too whiny and in his own head the whole time. And I'm very curious if that's going to be more like this or if it's going to be more something different that 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 i will enjoy you know
1: yeah I, yeah i guess we'll see um and then i feel like six and seven are gonna be completely off the rails
0: a lot of and, camping
1: oh uh, god well so i think that's it for me
0: yeah me too let's take a break and then we will return and you've got some uh you've done some a little bit of uh, Christmas research for us
1: oh yeah yeah I've got I've got some little uh little Christmas stuff from across the across the fandom that I'll I'll be back with for us
0: all right
1: last week that we were talking about the death of
0: tumblr right yeah it's very sad
1: it is very sad uh i know it was like a few weeks ago we did some some tumblr confessions uh, Mm -hmm. on this show and i and i think that like you know who who knows how long that blog could last yeah a band could be abandoned soon
0: it it could it it, like 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 so much Tumblr pornography lost to time, lost to the ether.
1: <laughs> That's true, uh, and I and you know I kind of wanted to do something special. It's the Yule Ball. It's also kind of Christmas time in real life. If you're listening to this, you know on on the day that it that it airs or whatever. Yeah, we're, we're kinda, getting there. Yeah, we're in the middle of December, um, and I kind of wanted to grab some content from across the web uh about the yule ball and actually while we were on a break i had uh kind of a, a brain genius idea uh, where I'm going to read a post to you, and I do want to discuss it, but as kind of like a makeshift game, I'm going to have you guess whether it's a post from Reddit or a post from Tumblr. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, perfect. Ooh, I Because oh, I,
1: I, I, I just grabbed a mix, and it might be really easy, just because the f- like I, I feel like the formatting of posts is just a little different. Uh, so we'll see. Primarily, I do just kind of want to kind of want to talk about these, uh, but but we'll see how how much you can you can. And find a reddit post versus a, a tumblr post and in the spirit of that i won't be like uh, specifying whether something is like a subject line or or what it's from Got uh, it. but i will jump right in uh to the first post <laughs> And I'm ju- and I'm just going to read it because I don't I don't really know how else to do it. Uh, Professor Snape volunteered to be Hogwarts sex police at the Yule Ball event because he couldn't stand the fact that his teenage students were having some when he's already in his late 30s and still got no loving whatsoever. <laughs>
0: uh, that is a Tumblr post. That has to be a Tumblr post.
1: This game is going to be spicy because that is a Reddit post. This no is a way, this,
0: this, really? is a,
1: this is a discussion week post. It is wow. tagged. It is tagged as discussion slash theory. I assume it's like a theory
0: oh, that that okay. is like a, okay. a, a. This
1: is this belongs to a genre of Reddit post that I consider to be a theory that has no basis in anything whatsoever like i can't even like this is such a like wildly uh like off base characterization to me of that scene yeah. that i can't help but like it
0: It's incredible well just the, like the way uh, since you are, aren't specifying you know what subject line or anything um that that just read to me so much like one of those screenshots that's being like (laughs) passed around right now of like wacky tumblr posts that people remember you know
1: yeah the the great thing about this post is that it's just the subject line there's no there's no body of this post
0: oh my fucking god that's that's (laughs) that's like fucking platinum tier reddit posting that's fantastic
1: yeah it really is um sex police is also in caps uh I, th- I i i don't agree with this characterization i think uh that that's just snape is just being a teacher
0: yeah in this scene uh-huh.
1: <laughs> like hey kids stop making out
0: yeah yeah he's but he's just he's just going about it in a little bit of a of a He's he's giving his own his own little Snape twist. He's being a little bit extra. Oh uh, yeah, and, and he's we just also has that. stuff
1: going on. Yeah, he, he's like having this drama with Carcerov. It just doesn't seem like he's that emotionally invested in no what the students are up to. I would absolutely say absolutely not. So I'm going to give that theory a thumbs down.
0: Absolutely, yeah. That's super Carlin Bros. You're canceled. That's not that's not uh, <laughs> that's not going to fly.
1: All right. Are you ready for your next post? All right. When I first saw the Goblet of Fire movie, I almost thought Hermione was going to the Yule Ball with Snape because he hit Ron with his book when he asked her to go with him or Harry. And then she said, I won't be going alone because someone already asked me. And I said, yes, and went to give Snape her homework. I thought she I thought he asked her before and she put her response in her homework. LMAO, those Hermione feels.
0: Oh god, this is a tough one. It's really long, which makes me think it's a Reddit <laughs> post, but it has the the content of a Tumblr, uh, <sighs> confessions image. Like it's all crammed mm. into a fuck, um, oofy doofy. I'm going to go with Tumblr. I'm going to say that's all crammed into one, like, screen cap of Snape at the Yule Ball. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: Yep, that's a Tumblr post. It is yes. it is just the cast photo of Hermione in the Yule Ball dress, though. Um, oh. <laughs> and it's just, yeah, it's just like one one sentence, one, like, huge, very long sentence on a, a Harry Potter confessions post that I also just don't believe. Like,
0: Yeah, I- that's very convoluted.
1: I believe that you read that stuff into a book after you are already invested in a in a ship <laughs> like that. I don't yeah. believe that you could possibly read Goblet of Fire for the first time and think that Hermione and Snape are going
0: to the ball Absolutely together. Absolutely not. No way. Yeah, you have to go in. You no one No one develops that in the moment. You have to go in ready to read it that way for sure.
1: Yeah, and really that's quite that's quite a stretch. Yeah. Um I, I think that the the like the the Tumblr giveaway here is LMAO those Snomayani feels. Yeah. I don't I don't think that flies on Reddit.
0: No, not on the Harry not on the main Harry Potter subreddit, at least for, for no. sure.
1: No, maybe on the like fanfic Harry Potter fanfiction subreddit, but I don't really know. I feel like they just like the math fanfic though. They
0: love the math fic over there for sure.
1: Yeah. I think that you might already have seen this one. So this one, like, you'll probably just know, but I have to read it. Okay. Ron should have gone to the Yule Ball naked. Molly mentioned getting a photo of Ron naked and needing a good laugh, so for some reason I just imagined what would have happened if Ron did turn up to the Yule Ball completely naked. Something tells me Molly might not have been laughing. But I am very sure that if Ron just turned up naked, then he would probably be the talk of Hogwarts for the next few weeks.
0: I'm sorry, what? I No, I have not heard this one before. <laughs> sorry, can you read the first part of that again?
1: Ron should have gone to the Yule Ball naked. Molly mentioned getting a photo of Ron naked and needing a good laugh. <laughs> so for what? Some
0: reason... <laughs> when does that happen?
1: It's when it's uh, when... Uh, ron gets his dress robes for the first time and says that he won't wear them and then and then his mom says like great then you'll go naked and that would oh, be really funny okay, she okay. like says something like that
0: okay that okay yes that okay that is not how i would phrase that <laughs> <laughs> no oh, it's it's Lord. not it's
1: not very clear uh, they could have gone back and made some edits to this this post here
0: ah uh, this hmm this has the aura of a redditor to me.
1: What? Part? Th- <laughs> what part? <laughs>
0: um, I'm just curious. The, the the like the insane theory that is explained in in very high detail, um, and also the the like repeating of the of the same word. Like then just saying, naked, naked, naked. Oh, like like if this was a Tumblr post, I feel like maybe they would have a little bit more flourishes here. Like they'd keyboard mash and say like, what if Ron's wing Wong was out or something like, like, you know, like it just seems a yeah. little plain for a Tumblr post. So I'm going to guess Reddit on this one.
1: Yep. You're right. Um, yes. Ooh. Uh, oh yeah. This is, this has Reddit written all over it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, this is kind of like, I, I may have to make sure I'm not giving anything away, but like, I guess I guess I'll say I'll save this uh, for later. Um okay. But uh, there's a lot there's a lot of discussion about Ron at the Yule Ball. Oh. In the fandom, uh, oh, this no. post does go on a little bit longer. I kind of cut it off to to remain like the mystery, but it just kind of goes on about how how embarrassed he would have been to go to the Yule Ball naked. I don't think they let you do that.
0: At, well, I, <laughs> I just whoops. I no. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think. I don't think he'd, like, make it out of the common room.
1: I think like, he might get uh, suspended for a little while,
0: maybe. Probably. Yeah, I th- I, I, I think I, I him even getting to the ball naked seems uh, unlikely.
1: I mean, I guess there's, like, he could have, like, been streaking at the Yule Ball. That would have been... Hey, you know, some, something would have happened in that chapter.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, he had too many butterbeers, and he just decided to to take all his clothes off and run i guess that's something that's better than nothing
1: yeah um he not says sure hey victor
0: crumb of- check out this ronsky fate shows him <laughs> his dick <laughs>
1: uh, that would have been at least entertaining uh yeah. i have another post for you all right I hate Hermione's dress in the Goblet of Fire movie, not because it should have been blue. I understand changes sometimes have to be made, and maybe they couldn't find a blue dress that worked. But changing it to pink? The character who wore pink to the Yule Ball was Pansy Parkinson. Of all the dresses Hermione could have been given, giving her pansies? No thanks.
0: (laughs) Ooh, I can't wait to watch the movie and figure out what all the Yule Ball dress drama is about um i actually I, I i i did notice in our reading it specified it was a robe not a dress uh, uh so i mean a, yeah a I, I saw a,
1: i saw a very funny still from the goblet of fire movie that is harry in his outfit and he's just wearing like a normal tux shirt under his robe
0: yeah it's like he's very- got like a velour robe and like like kind of lacy sleeves i think
1: yeah i i and his hair is also very funny just because it was styled for that time um I I wish the costuming was just more magical in the movies I really don't like the kind of direction they went toward being more modern uh, I think some people think that Hermione's dress is ugly and then some people are just mad that they changed the color because she's wearing a blue dress in the book
0: yeah I liked I I liked the change in clothes for the Teens. I like that. Like in in Azkaban, they're wearing like normal clothes a lot, and I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it 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 seems to have like spiraled out of control, and like like absorbed the Yule Ball, and also like now the Fantastic Beasts movies just have no magical looking clothes at all. Like I like would have liked
1: to see wizard formal wear. I guess.
0: Yeah. Because it yeah. Was, it
1: seems like it's supposed to be very like traditional.
0: Yeah yeah i'm thinking like like traditional like medieval robes like renaissance robes right like that's kind of the vibe i got or like like rons are like these hilarious turn of the century looking things that are supposed to be like old fashioned it's very it's very confusing i'm yeah i'm, I'm bummed out that the movie just gives her like a prom dress i guess
1: yeah yeah it's kind of a bummer um well reddit or tumblr
0: <sighs> that's tumblr i think i think that's a confessions post
1: oh yeah definitely uh i definitely am noticing where the fandom is buying into jk rowling's weird like anti-pink like feminine stuff though Uh it's a little i I mean i know pansy parkinson is like a bet like is mean and bad she's barely in this i i do not notice pansy as a character
0: no, not at in all. The
1: book. I get that she likes Draco. I guess is like all, and she has like a pig nose.
0: Because she's mean. That means she's ugly.
1: Yeah. Well.
0: Real good stuff, and, JK.
1: And and wearing pink means you're bad. Also.
0: <laughs> well, it's it's uh, JK's JK. Uh, her character designs like sort of car crash into each other because she thinks that being overtly feminine is bad but also um when you're bad you're also ugly and so she just makes all these characters who are like very femme but like all the growth and have funny notives and and they're too big and they're too tall or umbrage is. Umbrage is a...
1: shrunk her teeth
0: it's so weird it's so weird J.K., what's going on? Oh, mess!
1: Untangle that mess, J.K. Rowling.
0: J.K. Rowling, what's going on? Can I have another post?
1: Yes, absolutely. I'm imagining poor Ron as a princess, but trying to ignore that we see that Hermione gets the attention from an older boy that every girl wanted, and she ended up going and stunning the entire school, gaining a huge amount of confidence from the evening. Hermione got her princess at the ball moment, but what if Ron also got that moment with Fleur?
0: Hmm <sighs> I gotta go with my gut on this one. Sure. I feel like like this The content here mostly feels like Reddit, but I don't think a Reddit post would ever open with I like thinking about about Ron like a princess. <laughs> so, so i gotta go tumblr here
1: this is a reddit post
0: wow really yeah it felt like it like it was i was 90 percent there but i was just like but the premise of this is such a tumblr post yeah that's, that's very uh that's very powerful
1: yeah it, it does kind of go on i have to edit i have to edit the longer yeah. reddit post because it would would uh uh give it away yeah um
0: Definitely. Uh,
1: And it it concludes with, how would Hermione have reacted if Ron turned up to the Yule Ball with Fleur? Would it have helped Ron's confidence and would it have changed the books much? Also, how do you think you would have felt about Ron getting the princess at the ball moment too? (laughs) (laughs) I think it would be extremely funny if both (laughs) Ron and Hermione got to be hot at the ball like it was like it would be like from harry's perspective he doesn't he doesn't recognize either of them
0: he's like oh no i don't recognize either of them they're both hot now oh no yeah that would be that would be incredible harry's not gay though
1: no, absolutely not. Uh, absolutely he likes Cho not. Chang, a character Cho that we Chang. know and are, and are very invested in. Um, <laughs> I am glad that Ron didn't go to the ball with, with Fleur. Um, also, that reminds me, uh, I was looking into it and I realized that Crumb is not 17, Crumb is 18.
0: Oh, hmm, that's even weirder
1: although hermione is 15 because she's a year older than harry
0: mm. oh that's hmm. weird i guess 15 for formal... 18
1: Somehow, i think 14 Not and great. 17 seems I, I don't know i guess 18 is like the adult number yeah so i just i don't know just just thought i'd point that out i've got another post for you though
0: i love posts
1: does anyone feel bad for ron's yule ball i mean he got Costume from his mother, I think it is considerable as bad as Harry's primary school uniform uh, I am o I like Molly, but I couldn't deny that I was pissed off by this moreover <laughs> his, moreover, his dance partner, Padma, wasn't attracted by him at all. All these things worsen his insecurity, lesser his confidence <laughs> was this written by the baked beans post
0: guy? <laughs> I think so <laughs> padma bake his beans yeah um, f- god this is a, this is a real tough one
1: look into your heart and imagine what kind of person would feel bad for ron after that chapter <laughs> and you will know it to be true
0: oh yeah is this is a reddit post
1: oh yeah it is oh, I sorry wow. I, sorry i kind of gave it away no
0: that's that's fair i mean that was such a that was well disguised that could have gone either way i think uh yeah
1: can you imagine reading the yule ball chapter and be like wow padma what a bitch!
0: You weren't attracted to Ron.
1: How could you lessen Ron's confidence like that?
0: How could you? How could you not be attracted to Ron, the weird gangly guy <laughs> who dresses up like an eighteen hundreds duke and complains about <laughs> women all day? <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow, uh, girls just really aren't into nice guys these days.
0: SMH. <laughs> oh. I, I
1: I guess I will. Um, say that <laughs> this is like a common Reddit thread that I've noticed is people being very sympathetic to Ron in these chapters
0: that's so weird huh
1: I don't know what that could be about
0: yeah that definitely definitely a mystery there I
1: will say that the a lot of the, the comments on this post are people saying that that is not true Ron was being bad <laughs>
0: well, that's good at least
1: I have a final post for you.
0: Hell yes.
1: I was making out with my boyfriend today and I felt dead inside because although he's an amazing...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, you need to start over.
1: Okay. I was making out with my boyfriend today and I felt dead inside because although he's an amazing kisser, I would much rather lock lips with half the character list of Harry Potter. I'm sorry. I know that's mean, but I can't help it. HP is more of a turn on than he is. Oh, and when we were kissing, all I did was think about dancing with the HP characters at the Yule Ball.
0: Holy shit. <laughs> 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 that's Tumblr. Come on. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. That's, that, that's that is... Tumblr.
1: I love so much about this post. Oh i my love, God. I love the description of locking lips. Um I love I you can't see the post but the text is over a picture of the Patil twins with Harry and Ron and they all look miserable like Ron is like slouched over and angry
0: uh-huh. <laughs> Um this is so good because also you know that this didn't happen Oh, like no. this is
1: Definitely this not. is
0: this is not true, and this is this is. <laughs> oh, this is, people post stories that didn't happen to Reddit all the time, but when people post <laughs> stories that didn't happen to Tumblr, they're at least unhinged like this, you know? Yes, like, I'm
1: gonna like, miss Tumblr so much.
0: God, well, because yeah, like I'm trying to think, like like a story that didn't happen on Reddit would be like, I was waiting in line uh at the grocery store and this guy recognized my shirt and everyone clapped because they all liked my shirt and on tumblr it's shit like this where it's like i was making out with my boyfriend (laughs) who i hate by the way
1: wish i was locking lips with harry potter instead
0: wish i was locking lips with the boys from supernatural Wow excellent stuff thank you for doing these post excavations i'm gonna miss tumblr too
1: maybe the harry potter confessions tumblr will will stay strong um remove their horniest content and uh and just remain as a shell of their former selves
0: (sighs) tumblr i hate it had to be you
1: (sighs) it's such a shame
0: bring what it if back Red,
1: what if it had been reddit what if reddit died wow, what if please. like that is that is the alternate universe where it's like reddit is reddit's over
0: we have there's a universe out there when it's exactly the same except tumblr is li- alive and well and reddit is the one that that has banned pornography and will be destroyed
1: yeah
0: <sighs> a better world
1: it's true it's true well, thank you for listening to these these wonderful posts uh, thank about you. the Yule thank Ball you for, the- for just in time for Christmas. This is like, <laughs> it's a, it's just like just like presents under the tree.
0: Oh yeah, each each post a present. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if there is no other business to attend to, our theme song is "Hot McGonagall" by Cheshire Moon. You can check them out on Bandcamp. Huge thanks to them for letting us use Hot McGonagall as our theme song. You can check us out on Patreon to get bonus episodes and early uh, weekly episodes. Um, We just uh, read a book called The Thousand Perfect Notes. You definitely don't want to miss our discussion about that trash fire. Um, And as always, if you leave us a review on iTunes, that's always a big help. We always like reading those and seeing the star number go up and uh liz what are we reading next week
1: that is a good question because we have uh i guess this will this will be one where we'll discuss it uh discuss yeah. it live uh, peek Hell behind yeah. the scenes we have a filler chapter and it's Rita Skeeter's scoop and it's not super long but after that we have the two second task chapters so should we just do a short one next week with just the one chapter so we can get the second task wrapped into one episode
0: yeah i think that is a great idea all um, right
1: let's do that then i will say for next week we'll do chapter 24 which is called read a scooter scoop
0: all right well if you are reading along with us and you're going like why does this book suck so much why did the yule ball disappoint read another book please
1: read another book
0: Makes ocean roll seem tame Better know what you're after if you catch her eye Cause this hot mama is just a cat in disguise